Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tim Castleman, and I have a very important announcement. You see, for the last 60-plus minutes, I was being ear-raped by the MTV Video Music Awards. Jesus, first of all, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you actually have to have music videos playing on your station in order to have a music video show? They're like, uh, yes, we'd like to uh, discuss the nominees. There were eight bands that uh, made proper videos this year. They'll be up for everything. Unfortunately, they're all male, so for the first time in MTV history, we'll be having a male artist, right, performer, win Best Female, Best Female Group Duo, and Best Black Female Actress. It's just nuts. Now, don't get me wrong. I watch them. These guys are crazy talented, but it amazes me how structured and how poppy everything is. There's like, with MTV Generation, they're not trying to appeal to rock and rap and hip-hop and all that. They're just like, here's this bland, middle-of-the-road bullshit music that's got a catchy beat to it uh, for you to enjoy. And look, I'm not, uh, I'm not hating on them, okay? I'm the biggest pop music fan ever. On Spotify, I go to the top 100. I listen to that shit. Jason Derulo, Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus occasionally, Sam Smith. Look, I, I saw Sam Smith's performance. Now listen, listen, America. I want this to be a revelation to you. There's not a homosexual bone in my body, but if Sam Smith came and sang to me, I might let him put the tip in, just the tip, just to see how it feels. It's all I'm saying. Don't judge me. Don't judge me till you hurt. Okay? If if now Robin Thicke's got a good voice, but if Robin Thicke had Sam Smith's voice with Robin Thicke's body, that that guy'd be like, I'm divorced. I'm ready for some new pussy. I'm just saying. Okay. Also, don't hate on me because the only way I could gut through that damn MTV just ear assassination was uh, was hitting the bottle a little bit extra tonight. So you're going to be in rare form. Now, there's a reason why, uh, and not to mention just the MTV awards, that I've been hitting the bottle a little heavy, and that's because I'm preparing my liver. You see, my liver is about to be just physically decimated by the fools and shenanigans and good times about to be had at this year's JV Zoo Marketing him event that takes place next weekend. Now listen, I'm going to talk about this from an internet marketing perspective because that's my world and that's what I want to share. If you're outside the I Am World and you listen to this podcast, first of all, you rock. Thank you for doing that. Second, think about your trade show or your association show or your big annual show. You see, in, in internet marketing, there's a couple big events. There's like trafficking conversions. There's Yannick Silver's Underground. There was the Warrior Forum event. Uh, there's NAMS. Uh, there appears to be like a, um, a couple... like like a million billion dollar mastermind X's that are pretty big. Uh, Greg Davis, who I don't know in Com Misra, both guys together probably make more in a day than I will in my lifetime. Uh, they do an event. And now the new kids on the block, JV Zoo. This is their second annual trip, right? This is their second annual event, all right? So at the end of August, I'm getting on a plane. Actually, on Thursday, I'm going to jump on a plane, and I'm going to head to Satan's asshole. Okay, not really Satan's asshole, but seriously, like, if they had booked it there, that would have been better than where they booked it. Okay, we're going to Orlando, Florida at the end of August. Are you kidding me? It's like, I'm sorry, was hell just, like, off the map? Was it off the budget? Could we not get the AV equipment that we need? Like, what the fuck, fellas? So they're like, hey, you know what? I think the best thing to do is take a fat boy from Texas and bring him on down and uh, and hang out for a couple days. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a very quick trip. I'm doing a Thursday. Do the red eye back on Sunday. Why? Because I got a podcast to record for y'all. And, uh, you know, two, I don't... Uh, 
I don't want my liver to be permanently destroyed. So again, I'm going to talk about the JV Zoo event. I'm going to talk about some things that you need to consider when going to events. And if you, again, if you're not doing IM, trade shows, annual events, stuff like that. First of all, I will tell you this. A lot of people I meet in IM don't want to talk to other people, right? They're quiet. They're introvert. My assistant, the great and talented Paula, is like that. She will go to an event and say hi to like two people. One time, I actually had to pay her money to go up and say hello to a friend of mine. All right. Some people are crazy shy like that, and I understand and respect that. But here's what I got to tell you: you got to get out from uh, in front of the computer and meet people. You must do that, okay? And the reason why you want to do that is they want to put a face with the name. And here's another sub reason for doing it, right? If you don't show up to events, you don't exist. I know guys that were crushing it, killing it, doing amazing things online. They stopped going to events, stopped getting their name out, and then their sales and their branding and, and their reach disappeared. And then guess what? They show up at an event, people are like, oh, shit, dude, are you back in? And he's like, well, and I never left. So in some ways, yes, it's keeping up appearances, okay? Because the, how else can you explain 2,000 crazy fuckers going to Orlando, Florida in the middle of, or the end of August to a, a hotel that's attached to a mall that when we left the last time, reportedly, okay, we had the largest bar tab in the hotel schools or the hotel's history. I mean, that's just freaking nuts, so you got to get out. Why do you have to get out? One, to be seen, okay? And two, if you're not an introvert, to be heard. Now, when I go to an event, I actually like to do a little bit of work because, right, I was a virgin very late into my life, so obviously I do things like this. Kidding, kidding. All right? So I actually sit down and I'll make goals for the event. And I find by doing that, it helps me kind of narrow in on what I hope to get from the event. And it also lets me use my time judiciously. Big 10-cent word. won't use any more of those. Now, here's the thing. If you're a fan of events, here's what I see happens and it happens to me a lot is you get a click, right? You got your friends. Your I am friends. You meet up and you're like, holy crap, it's great to see you. It's great to see you. It's great to see you. When in reality, instead of hanging out with those fools, you should be going and meeting new people. Now, I think the key is to do a little mixture and a blending. And here's how I'm going to try and do it for the JB Zoo event. First and foremost, got to hook up with my homies and my friends. Got to say hello, right? Reconnect, kiss the rings, see the families, talk business for a little bit, and then bam. Next, I'm going to go to my subject matter experts. So for this one, I'm going to be looking for fellow Kindle authors, fellow Kindle publishers, fellow Kindle anything. If I can find those guys, right, and connect with them, it's a good mastermind opportunity. It's a good synergy opportunity. It's a good reason to go, hey, look, man, it's good to see you. What are you working on? And that will benefit my business the best, the most, because they're my industry experts, so let's just say I knock one and two off. That's great. And I got a little extra time. Maybe I got an extra day. Maybe I'm staying late. Then the third thing I'm going to try and do is go to industry experts. All right? I'm going to go to industry experts and find out what those big level people say. Now, the reason I say go to your niche over your industry first is I don't want you getting, right, uh, fever, right? Or green grass syndrome where you think, oh, man, I heard Tim talk. That's the best business ever. Oh, I heard John talk. That's the best business ever. Oh, I heard Sally talk. Damn, I want to do all of these. 
here's the other thing. Most of the fun, most of the learning, most of the knowledge, most of the connections don't come from sitting in a classroom. I'll let you in on the first of many dirty secrets. I'm sure those recordings, well, first of all, I'm sure it's going to be recorded. And second, I'm sure they're going to be offered for sale or given to you at a later date, which means I can get that information anytime. But I can't get hanging with my homies and people that I want to connect except for this freaking event. Now with that, here's what I'll tell you that I have found helps me achieve a lot but not stress out. And that is one thing a day. You know, I used to go on vacation. Like I go to Vegas and I just fucking blow through that town. Three, four days, up 24 hours a day, partying, seeing the sights, kissing babies, doing whatever you got to do, right? And I come home just freaking exhausted and feel like, eh, man, I didn't really enjoy anything. I just kind of was checking boxes off the vacation to get to the end of it. Then I decided to say, you know what? We're going to do one thing. One thing a day at most and then when we're done with that one thing we're done we don't have to do anything else we can do whatever we want so when we went to mexico we swam with the dolphins bam back at the hotel all day relaxing went and swam you know or did some snorkeling bam you know shopping for the rest of the day the point is we enjoyed everything we did and we got to relax and sit on the beach and do nothing and it's okay by the way to do nothing because for me i come to network relax and learn that's the order right? Network with people I want to network with, relax a little bit, enjoy myself, have a couple adult beverages maybe, maybe record a podcast from there, who knows, we'll see what happens. And then of course, like, oh shit, I learned something today. So the goal in creating a list of what you want to accomplish focuses you on what you want to accomplish. That's why it's what you want to accomplish, right? And writing it down and limiting yourself to one thing a day makes it to where you're not overdoing it. Okay, so I'm in Thursday. I'm in about two. Then I leave at like one on Sunday. So Sunday, forget it. I'm going to get up late because I'm probably going to be hungover. And I'm going to uh, waddle my way to the plane and get back to God's country and God bless America, Texas. Right? So really, I got Thursday, I got Friday, I got Saturday, which means I got a max of three things. Maybe four, probably three. I had a guy hit me up right before I started recording this podcast. Hey, man, I remember, like, I don't know, whatever on iTunes. If you want to talk iTunes when you're at the event, hit me up. Hell yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll get, like, some adult diaper company to sponsor us one day. I got big dreams, people. Don't steal them from me. So now I got a list of people that I want to attack, right? I got a list of goals that I want to achieve. Now it's time to set out and do it. So you got to make the approach, right? So I'm going to pretend I'm like the pickup artist. Well, you got to look at them in the eyes. You got to go and attack that person within 60 seconds. And you got to say, you know, I really like your energy. I saw some stupid pickup artist video on YouTube about that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like if I was a guy and I just heard that, I would just punch you. Like not even if you were hitting on me or if you were like hitting on a girl. I didn't. I'm like, ma'am, I don't even know who that guy was. I just felt like with a line like that, he really wanted to be unconscious. My bad. Right? Seriously. Like that guy needed an ass whooping and I had to provide it. Right? When he said energy, God spoke to me and said, brother got to get knocked down. I was like, right in the face. So what do you do? Well, here's the first thing I would do, okay? I would try to mingle into groups, 
Okay, because that's easier to do if there's a group of three or four people than trying to attack someone one-on-one. -on -one. And the first thing I'm going to say is be aware of what's going on, right? So be aware. So for instance, I'm going to probably be a hell of a lot more receptive to talk during the day and into the early evening hours than stumbling out of someone's room at 2 a.m. and be like, oh my God, oh my God I, I think I shit my pants, right? Like, especially if I've shit my pants, I'm going to need some privacy. So you got to remember your time, got to remember your situation. If I'm just getting off stage or I'm with, you know, a group of people that you know are my best friends and like we're having a great time or you see me crying in a corner, just be like, I want to have my mommy, right? Like that's probably not a good time to come up and be like, Tim, listen, yo, I got this game changing, deal breaking, ninja, right? Black hat, white hat. White Cat automatic push-button software that will just revolutionize your life. I'm like, I'm not interested. And you're like, and if you sell one, I'll give you a blowjob machine. And I'm like, sold. Um, you, can, you own the company now. Where's this machine that you speak of? Thank you. Okay. So let's talk about the approach. Find a group. Okay. Work your way into the group. And then when you're in the group, mingle. Okay. And if you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't have anything good to say, then guess what you do? You make it all about them. So, Tim, tell me about yourself. You know what my number one favorite topic to talk about? Myself, right? You know what everyone else's favorite topic to talk about? Myself, themselves, right? Yeah, everyone wants to talk about Tim. No. Everyone wants to talk about themselves, especially if you know what's going on, right, in their life. Now, I'm not saying, don't take this to a stalker level. When I said that, like, I was like, who's that guy in the bushes? And what's he touching his penis for, right? What I mean is, if, if I, let's, just, let's just take an example, okay? I don't know Joel Kahn, but let's say, uh, yeah, apparently he's like the godfather. And let's say I wanted to hook up with Joel Kahn. Me and Joel Kahn, we're going to hang for a bit. The first thing I do is I go to Facebook, see if I'm a friend with him. If I'm not, I'd try to become a friend with him. And then I'd start reading about Joel Kahn. What's Joel Kahn like? What's Joel Kahn hate? What's a joke? What's something going on in Joe Com's life? And then if I see Joe Com down there, I don't run up there and like, you know, give him a goober hug or anything. I'd be like, hey, Joel, hey, Tim Castle, pleasure to meet you. You know, I really uh, liked your post the other day about dot, dot, dot. Or, man, I saw that fi fish you caught. That's amazing, right? You get so much better response talking about someone's interests and hobbies than you do them like, hey, Joel, listen, man, I got the sales letter. Could you just review it real quick, fix everything for it, send it to me, completely ready to put up and, and do all the work and send me money? Could you just do that, Mr. Calm? Thank you, sir. Thank you. No, 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 no. That made my nuts hurt so bad. That was terrible. Make it about them. Find out about them. Find out what they like. Find out some stuff going on. Like if someone came up to me and was like, Tim, hey man, I got some cigars. You want to go smoke them? I'd be like, I don't know. What are they? And you're like, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, they're black and milds with a wooden tip. I'd be like, yes, I want to smoke those. Or like, hey, Tim, I know you're a rum guy. I'll give you another tip. You see Joe Com walking into the bar, right? You stop Joe. You go, hey, Joe, I'm getting a reorder, man. What do you want? Joel's like, dude, I want a rum and coke. Then you get your drink, you get Joel his rum and coke, and you take it to Joel, and you go, hey, Joel, man, here's your drink. By the way, I'm t we didn't get to meet earlier. I'm Tim Castleman. Pleasure to meet you. Man, you know, I saw on Facebook the other day, what the fuck did you do? You opened that whole thing right there. And guess what? If you buy me alcohol, I'm committed to at least spending a few minutes of my life with you unless you're a total dick. 
I would feel like a dick taking your alcohol and then being like, hey, man, thanks for the beer. Now you can fuck off and die. Have a great one. Suck a dick. Thanks. And then going off. Nobody wants to do that. Now, you may be thinking, some of you cheap bastards are like, well, he's a millionaire or a billionaire. Why should I buy him alcohol? Because you want something from him. You want his time. You want his brain. Hey, Tim, can I pick your brain for, for a minute? Be like, I don't know. Can I fuck you while we're doing it? Be like, but I'm a guy. Be like, I know. It would hurt me that much to do it for you. So, go over there, mention something about it, talk about them, see what they're working on, get them excited. Think about it like this, okay? Just think about it like this. You got two, what the fuck analogy is this, Tim? You got two guys, okay? And they got their arms pressed out full and, and their hands uh, are basically uh, touching each other. Don't, don't go there. And they're basically pushing as hard as they can against each other, right? Well, they're going to push, 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 push. But what happens... What happens if one of them just like jerks his other hands back or just lets it go? The first guy's going to go closer and probably fall. How does that relate to what we're talking about? It probably doesn't, but it was the only analogy I could think of when it came to this. If you keep asking me about me and we spend a 15 minutes together and you've gone on and on about me for 15 minutes, at some point my brain's going to kick in and go, hey, dickhead, look, man, don't be an ass. This guy's talked all about it. you. Or asked all about you. Why don't you ask him some questions about him? So I'm like, hey, man, that's great, Raul. Listen, man, you've been so great asking me questions. I don't even know anything about you. Like, dude, tell me something about yourself. He's like, hey, I killed four people last night, and I'm here to take everybody out. I'd be like, deuces, Raul. I don't think that offer is going to work for me. Apologies to any Raouls that are going to be at the conference. I'm probably going to get some Raul come up to me and be like, I'm very mad at you. And I'll be like, okay. Like, I'm very mad at you. Like, yes, Raul. I'm sorry. My bad. Okay. So, make it about them. Make the approach. Join a group conversation. Jump in on some group dinners. Okay? Jump in some group dinners. There's nothing wrong with going with a large group of people and trying to just connect with other people. Because here's the thing. Let's say I don't get to meet Joel Calm. Okay? I don't get to kiss the ring and say, oh my God, I met Joel Calm and got a selfie. Right? But what if I met some other cool people that were doing stuff in my business and my industry that were interested and at my level or a little bit above? So maybe Joel Kahn can't help me, but next time I got an issue, I can go to my buddy Colin and my buddy Brad that I met instead of meeting Joel. Sure, I may not be getting advice from Frank Kern, but these guys can help me, and I met and, and developed a connection. Let me tell you something, okay? I really believe this, and, I, and I'm terrible at this, so I'm not preaching from a choir where I'm like, oh man, I'm the best at networking. I suck terrible at this. I really do. I'm, I'm horrible about it, uh, and I can think of my childhood for a lot of that, but I really think that networking is probably just as, if not more important, than how good and qualified you are to do your job. I'm dead serious. I know people that will promote people that have products that are shit because they're friends. It's like, hey, man, we got to do it because we're pals. I also know guys, even in my market, who think they're at the top of it, right? And they're like, well, we won't promote for anyone outside our little circle. So you have to be wary of that as well. I think Frank Kern said one time, uh, it's a lot like high school. And yes, unfortunately, in some instances, it is. Now, 
We talked about bribes. Okay, I'm going to give you another dirty secret, one I didn't even know uh, for three, about till about three years ago. When I got invited, and by invited I mean they used my room to spark up a J with some of the best and brightest internet marketers. I learned a very valuable lesson that day, which is don't go chasing the dragon. And the second lesson I learned was a lot of smart motherfuckers smoke weed. Now listen, I am not here to impose my views and beliefs about weed. Conversely, I don't want to hear yours. Okay, I'm going to keep mine, you're going to keep yours. Okay, And if this strategy, if you are turned off by this strategy, then don't fucking do it. Okay? Just don't. But I will tell you, okay, one of the first things a lot of speakers are going to try to acquire, and not even speakers, attendees, <clears throat> me, right? One of the first things they're going to try to acquire is, who's got the weed? Who's got the smoke? I almost said blow, but no, no, no. No, I don't, you know. Who's got the heroin? Who's got the illegal alpaca monkeys? For us to eat bananas off of. Nope, sorry, went there, crossed the line. I saw it, but it was too late. Let's go back. And if they find somebody, then chances are that person becomes an instant friend. I don't remember if it was this event last year. It was maybe it was my, I don't know. One of the events I attended, there was a young buck. I'm not going to mention his name because he's still coming up, and I don't want people to have a perception of him based upon my idiocracy. Okay? But, um... He was coming up, right? And, he, and I knew a little bit of him. He'd been spoken highly of by one of my colleagues. I go to the event. Someone asks, um, does anybody have anything? And he's like, oh, yeah, I happen to. And suddenly, within 20 minutes, a large congregation that may or may not have included me found their way into his room. And for the next extended period of time, we wrote songs together. We worked, right? I mean, like, and this kid got a free education and he got introduced to some of the bigger names there. I'm still in contact with him. One, because he's a great guy and I, I like working with him and help him. But two, we made that instant bond and connection and I remember that. Now, I will also say this for you teetotalers. A lot of people are like, I don't, I don't smoke weed, Tim. Well, I'll tell you what, probably a quarter of the audience that rolls with us to the smokeout room doesn't smoke weed either. So when the whatever comes their way, they just go, oh, no, thanks, man. Or they grab it and they pass it. And no one goes, hey, 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 you ain't, uh, you ain't hit that rock, homie. What's up? No one does that. Why? Because they're probably too high to even realize it. They're like, oh, man, I want some cookies. Cookies. Okay? Bottom line, make it about them. Find out about them. And be cool. Okay? Be cool. Don't be, don't be a douche. I mean, listen, here's the reality. You're not going to get to fuck them on the first date. They're not going to get to fuck you on the first date. Unless you are, in which case, hey, if you, if you, you know, ain't no shame. I've done that a few times. Right? You're like, hi, nice to meet you. Here's my penis. Oh, you'd like it inside of you. I can do that. I have the equipment. But, most of the time, it's just a warm-up introduction, how you doing, okay? 
It's an introduction so that when I go back home to my little cave and type, type, type on the keyboard, I can go, hey, Joel, man, it was so great to see you in Orlando and meet you. I can't wait to do it again. I really look forward to hearing more about XYZ Project and go from there. That reminds me, by the way, it's okay to take a notepad with you and write some of this shit down. I don't do business cards, but just take like a little pocket notebook and then, you know, when Joel goes to take a piss, you're right, Joel, come, you know, coming out with penis enlargement pills, you know, prefers furries, freaky dude, like whatever. It does not matter. It's good to do that. It's good to know that because it shows that you paid attention and you care. We spend so much of our lives and career dealing with people that don't pay attention and and being like, hey, dude, listen, come over here. I'll show you how to make a lot of money. And they're like, you know, Betty's getting fatter than ever. And the kids are, you know, my daughter's pregnant and my son's pregnant. Don't know how the fuck that happened. You know, dog's dying. and I'm just sitting here getting fatter and fatter. Life is good, though. Thanks, but no thanks. Like, we deal with that all the time. Instead of someone that's like, hey, Tim, I really liked when you did this. Flatter them. I'm not saying you got to give him the old handy J, although that might help. You do what you do, boo-boo, and we'll do me, okay? So go there, approach, you know, if you approach someone individually, you know, just go up, hey, how you doing, great. Hey, you know, what I would do, honestly, is the bar, is the bar close or the bar open, you know. Hey, Joel, nice to meet you, Tim Castleman. Um, I'd love to chat with you every few minutes, but I'd like to get a drink first. Can I get you one? Like that. That's how I would do it, Okay? And you know what? I'll tell you this. I'm going to be fucking buying drinks for people there. Well, Tim, why? Because I'm still learning. I want to pick these people's brains, and I want to help them somehow. And I'm doing the same thing I'm telling you to do. So you do that. You open. You talk about them for a little bit. You get it out. You say, hey, Joel, love to connect with you again. Great. Bam. You're not trying to go home with him. You're just trying to get a name and a number What's your name? What's your sign as I pull up from behind? Ask you what's your interest? Oh, who you be with? If someone can tell me what song that's from, I will PayPal you $10. Why not? Anyway, just post it on Facebook and we'll go from there. So, approach, interact, record, right? If you want to get all creepy. I was like, ooh, that sounds creepy. Not with a camera or anything like that, unless you two are into that. And then follow up. Record and follow up. Most people won't do three. Practically nobody does four. You get home hungover on Tuesday. Wednesday you get your ass up. And you connect with everybody that you, that you wanted to meet with. Doing that one thing will separate you from 75% of the people that go to this event. Along with some other shit we're going to talk about in just a second. Make a list. Connect with them all when you get back. And then move on. And then stay in regular contact with those people. I guarantee you. I guarantee you I could probably find 10 people at this event that I would are new people that I'd want to stay in contact with. Those 10 could lead to 20, to 30, to 40. You never freaking know. My first affiliate list was seven people big. But they were the right seven people. All right, so let's talk about some ways that you could totally fuck this up and talk about some ways that that I've seen it done, and I'll even tell you an embarrassing story of mine. So here's way number one that you can fuck this up, all right? And I already talked about it a little bit earlier, but I want to reiterate it because it's so important. Don't be a douche. Don't walk up to me when I'm coming out of a coach's meeting, okay, with Ryan McKinney and Don Wilson and Anthony Ayers and Brad Goss and Colin Therio and whoever else, might be trying to get coached and learned on, get them some learning, 
and be like, hey, man, I really want to share this product and blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Can I get you a drink? Man, you look faded. Perhaps I'm going to give you a minute to regain yourself and let you be okay. Or, hey, Tim, really liked your book, right? Hey, Tim, really, you know, go Kings or whatever. Hockey, by the way, people are like, what's that sport? The one they play on ice with the puck and the stick? Yes, that one. I feel like I'm on fire tonight. I'm on fire for you people because I'm on fire about this topic, right? So don't be a douche. Don't do that. Interact. Follow up after the event. Set something up after that. Second thing is you got to know your limits, okay? Now, I know my buddy Ben Atkins, he told me this for a year. Don't sleep, man. At these events, I don't sleep. And he can do that. And that's fucking awesome. And good for him. I'm a pussy when it comes to sleep. Daddy needs his sleep. About 3 o'clock, my body's like, hey, I know you want to stay up, but I'm collapsing and corroding right here. Okay, so know your limits. If you're not a big drinker, don't drink that much. If you're not, uh, you know, a smoker or, you know, a partier, don't do that stuff. It's okay to stay within the big limits. Now, if someone's like, hey, I, you know, want to invite you out to go to dinner, and you're like, there's no logical reason I'd say no, and then you say no, that's a problem. But if you're like, hey, I'm not interested. Like for me, okay, I'm not a club guy. Now, I may get drug out to a club, so I'm not going to say I'm 100%, but it's like I keep telling myself this. I'm a grown-ass man. I don't want to go to some place and get bottle service and spend five grand for some chick that was silicone tatas that ain't interested in anything but my Amex card and my buddy's Amex card, right? And bring out some fucking cheap Grey Goose vodka and some sparklers and charge us $5,000. That is not my idea of a fun night. My idea of a fun night is hanging out with some buddies, grabbing some late coffee, shooting the shit, right? Talking whatever. So for me, that's what I know my boundaries are. Now, your boy Timmy C has messed this up. So the last time I was, I think it was the very last time I was in Orlando. It was Orlando, Miami. Yeah, I woke up the morning of my flight with a hangover moment. And I don't mean like, oh, man, I got a hangover. I mean hangover the movie. I had nothing in my pockets, okay? I had a cab receipt that I didn't remember ever taking, and that was it. And luckily, my assistant had come to the event with me, and along with her help, we started to piece together the night, right? Her help in Facebook. And basically, here's what had happened. It's my breakout event, and I gave a crazy emotional presentation, um, uh, a lot to deal with my childhood, and I, I broke down on stage crying. Um, and, you know, people say it was the best presentation, whatever. It was extremely emotional for me. Uh, because of that, I didn't eat a ton. We went to this Mexican food place, and they made whatever it was really fucking hot. And I was like, oh, no, there you go. And then I, we went to this club, which I didn't really want to go, but I, want, I wanted to blow off some steam, so there you go. Um, so I do that, and someone hands me a double Jack and Coke, which I don't drink. But apparently, I did drink them that night. So Timmy C. proceeds to get drunk and a hammered. And I remember bits and pieces of this. I remember being on the dance floor and being like, I want to make it rain in this club. And apparently I did that. I had like, I don't know. I'm going to say it was probably like 500 bucks in 20s, 10s, 5s in my pocket, right? And I just fucking threw it up in the air like I was Jay-Z shooting a New York, New York video like a fucking douche because I was that hammered. Anyway, then I go up to our VIP area and apparently... I start kicking my shoes off, right? I start texting people, like, <laughs> like all this crazy shit. So I lose my phone, 
I don't lose my wallet, but I left my credit card there. Uh, I had, oh, I lost my wallet. I had no ID. I mean, I, it was a freaking nightmare. Luckily, TSA probed me anally, right? And, uh, and I was able to come home. But then I had to go, or I felt like I had to go to every person that I spoke with at that event and apologize. And here's the thing, right? Not a lot of people remember. Not a lot of people care. But I fucking remember. And it's kind of embarrassing to be like, hey, remember that time at 3 o'clock in the morning when somebody had to get you a random cab and then you came home and puked all over the – you know, it's just – that's not good. So I definitely recommend that you – no moderation. And if you don't know, always err on the side of caution. No one's going to make fun of you. No, I'm not going to kick you out of the room because you don't want to have a drink or whatever. Okay? Now, the other thing is you need to know how you react in certain situations. I got a a, a friend of a friend, I guess, um, who, like, if he drinks any hard alcohol, he's like instant, I want to fight, I want to beat you up, I want to do bad things to you. Well, he knows that, except for about once a year where he tries it and then he turns back into that guy. So you got to know, if you're an angry drunk, don't go to a club, right? If you got issues, don't go. If you're like, man, every time I smoke marijuana, I kill random people, don't hit the pipe, homie. Okay, you got to know your limitations there. Another thing you got to do is not act a fool. Uncle Tim story time. So the last JV Zoo event I was at, we're heading out to a club, and this fool gets in my face. And I'm not talking about, like, hey, man, I want to kiss you and make sweet, sweet, passionate love. Like, this motherfucker thought he was going to fling one of his little spaghetti arms at me and try and inflict some damage because I didn't remember about us drinking uh, two bottles of wine two years ago at an event. And there's a very good reason for that, and that is... Joe Rogan, I like to smoke the rock, son. No. I mean, I just did, legitimately didn't remember. This guy got in my face, got to the point where the uh, the sheriff's department had, was called, and they almost arrested this cat. The problem is everybody I know saw that. People that were like, I oh, mean, uh, you know, I saw what happened with him, and because he's a lunatic, we are not going to do any business with him. So that shit hurts your reputation. There's no reason. I mean, you're grown-ass men. There's no reason you should ever fucking get an actual physical altercation with somebody. That being said, it may happen for me this weekend. Because there's some people there that apparently want to have a few words with me, and I'm not real shy about letting them know I'm there. That brings me to one of my final points, and that is don't be shocked if you're forgotten. Okay, if it's 4 o'clock in the morning and we're clubbing and, you know, we're on our third bottle of Grey Goose, uh, the only thing I'm going to remember tomorrow is fuck. So, don't be shocked if that happens. Don't take it personal, okay? I guarantee you, anybody I talked to from the time I walked in the club, totally forgotten until, like, you know, midday the next day. So, don't get shocked if that happens. Just reinitiate. Hey, Joel, it was great to see you. It was awesome hanging out at that club till 5 a.m. I can't believe how awesome that was. Dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, man, no problem. We hang out at Club J. It was me, you, and we all were kind of toasty. So, um, you know, cool. Thanks very much. And uh, I'd really love to know some more about Project X, whatever they talked about. And go from there. And if they blow you off, they blow you off. And you can't have sex with all of them unless you try. Right? 
And you got to remember that again. Don't, you know, it's okay to get introductions. And, you know, uh, at the higher level, there's probably more deal closes going on. But if you're brand new, if, if I don't know you, okay, uh, uh, chances are I'm going to be like, well, dude, let me get home and sober and then let's talk. Let's talk when we do that, okay? Can we do that? Now, here's the best part. When you go to events, you can really create friendships for life. I'm still very good friends with Brian Johnson, who I, who I met at my first, one of my first speaking events. I met Jason Fladlin uh, through one of my speaking events, right? I've met some business partners. I've met some affiliates. I mean, I've met some great people. Funny story, we're at the Traffic and Conversion Summit event uh, two years ago. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. It's my boy Brian Johnson and I, along with uh, James Dyson from Optimize Press and a few other people uh, that I can't remember because it was 4 o'clock in the morning and we'd been drinking heavily. Um, we walk into this Denny's and there's a lady getting up and she's trying to get her coat on. She's struggling. I gently put it on her. I say, have a great night. We go sit down. About 20 minutes later, this lady appears again. She comes over and sits right down next to me and I'm like hi how are you nice to meet you how are you come to find out through the um, course of the conversation we find out that uh, she's a prostitute and I'm like wow and she's like you were just really sweet to me for putting my coat on and I'm thinking I have to burn these fingers now I have to chop them off I definitely right um, and don't worry, nothing happened. She, she was a sweet lady. She did eat my pancakes. Um, I did end up getting herpes. Don't know how that happened. Kidding. Didn't happen. All right. But the funny thing is this. When James Dyson is releasing Optimized Press 2, I have his personal email. I shoot him an email. I say, hey, James, dude, if I don't get a free copy of Optimized Press 2 to tell my people about, I'm going to tell everybody about the 4 a.m. story. And guess what? I got my, my, my copy to do the demo thing. But it was through that connection that happened. And by the way, I want you to understand, that was a very playful thing. And I want to be perfectly clear, nobody did anything wrong or impriatous. I don't know. Why am I trying to use a tensor? Right? Nobody touched this hoe. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's keep it real. Nobody touched this girl. She went left. We all went right and laughed the entire time about it. And nobody was any way overtly like sexual to her. Like it was, it was funny. We all had a good time. There you go. So I guess that's probably the best place to end. The one thing I will tell you is get out there, go to events, connect with people, figure out what it is that you want to do, and above all, just have a good time. Know your limitations, expand them where you can, don't overdo it, and remember, there's always going to be more events, okay? And there's always going to be more things you wish you would have done than that you hadn't done. But the fact is that you're out there, that you're doing it, you're better than 80% of the people out there that are like, I just live in my mom's basement and I type on Facebook all day. Why would I want to go to an event? So come on out. If you can't make it to the JVZoo event, then come to the next one that you can. And if you are coming to the JVZoo event, say what's up to me on Facebook. Tag me in a post and say I'm coming to see you, Tim. And let's have a drink together all at once because there's no way I'm going to stay hammered that entire weekend. But let's have a drink. Let's shoot the shit. I can't wait to connect with you guys all and until next time hope you guys have a kiss cast week hopefully i'm not doing this from the orlando correctional facility next week and i'll talk to you guys soon